Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to The Shift. Uh, This week's guest is Chloe Radcliffe. She's a comedian in New York City and she's been talking a lot on stage out in these outdoor shows about cheating. So I was like, Jesus, this would be great. We should get her on. And obviously she talked about how she's cheated in the past. So I just find like it's very rare that people will openly talk about themselves as cheaters or cheating in the past. So I asked her, would you come on and do this episode? And she was really informative. She talked about not only physical cheating, but also emotional cheating, which as she was saying, I was like, oh, jeez, jeez, I've done that myself. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really like uh, happy that she came on and did this episode and she spoke about her experiences and why she's cheated. And um, she's at a place now where with her current relationship, she hasn't cheated. So, um, you know, how she got there and kind of like recognizing things that she needed or issues she had. So I think a lot of people, a lot of you will be able to relate to it um, or just to even understand why someone does cheat. So, yeah, so um, she's absolutely great. Go follow her and listen to the episode. Um, the video is up on the Patreon as usual and a bit of a longer episode is up on the Patreon, just like the little chats up front because we actually recorded this one like three weeks ago, I believe. Jesus, before the election anyway, so... I think we talked a little bit about the election up top so that's obviously just in the patreon um two or three weeks ago um but it was funny like listening back and editing it because at one point i was like yeah everything's going really well with the guy i'm seeing like i've probably jinxed it and since then we've ended <laughs> it's like oh god <laughs> but yeah so i actually talk about that um on the patreon so if you guys want to go over there and sign up there's just like solo apps i have been doing like solo apps about like dating um in New York City uh for a while now so uh or just like more personal stuff that I don't want to be like boring everybody with but if you're like ah sure I'd like listen that uh go on over it's at the Patreon the Shift podcast but other than that please enjoy this episode and I hope you're all well and I'll talk to you at the end. I asked you to be on the podcast because um you were doing a lot of sets talking about cheating and I thought that'd be great topic to talk about on the podcast especially someone who's openly saying they're cheating people never do that people never or have cheated (laughs) not currently cheating (laughs) yeah sorry sorry yeah so like people that have a lot yes oh yeah yeah, yeah. not okay not currently (laughs) (laughs) my my sweet boyfriend is like what 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 are you saying Sorry, (laughs) my English is so bad (laughs) but yeah so just to get the perspective of someone who has done it and is comfortable talking about it I just thought that'd be so great um 
Uh, and yeah, and plus you're very funny when you talk about cheating on stage as well. So I was like, oh, this would be great for the listeners. And there's so I there's so many people who have cheated who are not going to admit to it. I believe. Yes. So yes. And a lot more women than I thought. I looked up a study. We can talk about it later. But it was from Healthline, and it was like majority. It was like men and women, but more women and these, oh that's interesting to me yeah like they like the study was saying like why they cheated but they had all cheated and I was surprised that so many women had signed up for this study because I, I always think oh men boo bad men <laughs> right the but, sense that I've always gotten has been not necessarily that one gender does it more than the other but really mostly just that like it's pretty even yeah. and we assign it to masculinity but that really it's like men and women cheat yeah. and non-binary people cheat yeah. um and uh yeah we we like we associated it with men specifically um but but that it happens to everybody and it's also or that a lot of people a lot of people cheat um and i think the vast majority of people have some degree of experience it's interesting even um it's interesting that you say like so many people have done it and won't admit it. Um, Like I recently have come to the conclusion that like many, many, many more people, women included, but many, many, many more people um, get, get close, even if it's an emotional affair that never turns into anything. Way more people are involved with that. or, or, Or sort of, you know, have some kind of experience and everybody also defines cheating differently. You know, some people are like, I, uh, I, I remember a friend being I'm, like recently a friend was like a girl sat on my lap and I felt like I cheated on my girlfriend. And I was like, you're fine. I, I think it was more than sitting on his, I think she like tried to kiss him and he stopped it. But he was like, the fact that I let it get that close, the fact that I let mm-hmm. it get that far meant that like I was being, I was, it, it was infidelity. Anyway, whatever. I, I, you know and to me I'm like you're fine (laughs) but that's because I've gone way farther (laughs) Um, I also think it's whatever people's level of guilt is as well like certain people feel guilt it's more how Irish are you (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. like I can't even fucking uh, I just I I like if if my partner told me like a girl sat on my lap and then she tried to kiss me and he felt guilty I'd be like look it's fine you didn't kiss them but I mean, if I were the guy, like tearing myself apart, I'd be like, oh, I right. can't believe. But I think right. you're right. I think that's just, it's fine. It's not like, and everybody's human. And sometimes as well, like you need your ego um, rubbed a little. And oh, so yeah. someone flirting with you makes you feel attractive. But yeah, it is just knowing the boundaries. And there's no point, that doesn't sound enjoyable. If you're just going to be afterwards feeling so guilty, well, then that's not fucking worth it. You just ruined your little leg. Yeah. You just ruined your little lap dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, can I ask you, what do you think is um, emotional cheating then? So you said like people having like an emotional affair. Um, to me, and as somebody who has had multiple emotional affairs, um, I, to me, it's where that person becomes the partner. Like, I think I have certainly been, I really should not say like, we all know I should really just narrow it to myself. I have been in instances where the person who I think of myself as in an emotional affair with takes the place of like becomes my partner. So I'm when I, when something funny happens to me, 
on the street, instead of texting my boyfriend, I text the guy I am having an emotional affair with. Yeah. When I'm feeling cute and I, I'm like, look at my cute outfit, I send the picture to the person I am having an emotional affair with rather than my boyfriend. When I am stressed, when I need to bounce an idea off of somebody, I call the person I'm having an emotional affair with rather than my boyfriend. And so it's like when that partnership takes over, to me, that is an emotional affair. Yeah, I've done that. I've had a boyfriend say to me I was emotionally cheating on him. And at the time I was like, calm down, I'm not. But actually in hindsight, I, I was doing exactly that. That's right. exactly what it was. Right. So, and I yeah. think the word cheating feels like, especially if you're somebody who's not, who doesn't think of themselves as having cheated before, um, which I think most people don't think of themselves as that, even if they have, it's like, that's like a harder label. The fact that I'm like, yeah, I'm a cheater is like a, is a, is I think a very unusual label for me to be comfortable with. So if you're not comfortable with that, for somebody to be like, you're emotionally cheating, you're, you're having an emotional affair, you're, you're emotionally cheating on me is like, no, I'm not. What are you talking about? I'm friends with them because it's this like, don't, 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 no, 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 no. I'm not a bad person. I'm not a cheater. I'm not a whatever. And it's like, yeah, but if you look at where you're prioritizing, who you're prioritizing, that person becomes the partner. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. And it is kind of hard. That's hard though, because certain people have best friends. But yeah, your your partner should be the one. I like the way you explained it. That was a perfect way of explaining it. And of course, then it brings out insecurities in your partner. Like, oh, why wouldn't she text me about this? Or why wouldn't she confide oh, in course. me about that? Yeah, like I would I would do, I would meet up with this guy. He had a girlfriend as well, but I would meet up for drinks. I would ask for advice from him. And I would, we had like private jokes. And I was always like, oh, it's like my best friend. But like, yeah, I can see how that would have made my partner like super insecure at the time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it at the time. But now in hindsight, you know, with growth. <laughs> right. Right. And, and I think the, like, the line of like, is this person just a friend? Is this person like we all, it's so funny. I, I'm like, oh, I could talk for eight hours about this. Um, we all know the line instinctively. It's like, what did the, that, that famous line that a Supreme Court judge said about porn of like, it's hard to define it exactly, but you know, when you see it, it's the kind of like, you know, in your heart when you're not what side of the line of friend or um, or romantic you are on no you're right and I do think as well if you're attracted like if, for me he was a safe space because he was like getting married but if we were both single I probably would have told I would have completely banged him of and course. dated him so you're just like that you said towing the fucking line <laughs> right and then you wind up lying to the people around you and you lie to yourself about it and it's like when you're lying to yourself about it you you know in your heart yeah I, at a job I had once on the fridge, on the like, fr- where everybody would put their food, there's a little sign that said, if you know in your heart, it's not yours, don't touch it. And I remember being, and it was like a, it was like a manufactured sign. Like it wasn't like a handwritten sign. It was very, it was like had been nailed to the, or screwed into the fridge. Clearly people were stealing food at this job. But I, but the like, if you know in your heart it's not yours, don't touch it, is very funny to then apply to cheating, actually. But but also to me, it's the like, do you know in your heart? It, like, you know, you, 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 it, I think that in your heart sounds too like flowery when I say it outside of the context of the office fridge, because to me, it's like, oh, it's the office fridge sign. Do you know in your heart? Dipshit, you know, you know. <laughs> but it is true. You are right. We do know when something is is. Even if we're not admitting it, even to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Hindsight is a great thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. it's easy as well then to turn, like, I loved what you said about to be like, I'm not a bad person, like to turn it on them and being like, you're paranoid, you're being jealous. And it's like, no, well, yeah, these things should be definitely 
try to step into their shoes for a second. Because I know if I were dating someone long term and they were texting some girl, you know, all their jokes and like, yeah, or like, look at this new jacket I got. I'd be like, fuck, what? Are you, text me about that. What are you doing? Right. Or even if you frequently, I think it's not. I think I think the partner who's being cheated on is is not even aware of what they're missing. Like, doesn't know specifically. Like, oh, they're texting each other jokes. She's sending cute pictures. Like, doesn't know that specifically because I think the cheater is usually, I, at least for me, I'm always like hiding it. So yeah. my boyfriend doesn't know that I'm texting this guy about how beautiful the sky is. Yeah. But he knows that I'm not te- He knows that he's missing something. Yeah. And I am saying this when there is like a flirty undertone or like if your partner's insecure about it or you are hiding it. If you feel the need to hide, hide it, then there's something up. But yeah, of course, you can have friends that you can text jokes to. But again, when you're seeing someone, they kind of do take the priority. I think you're right. Like, but when my situation, yeah, he would text me in the middle of the night in the bed so my partner would see that so he was yeah. like oh he's fucking texting it was like fucking 1am what's going on like why do you just yeah. have to and like yeah. he felt uncomfortable about it and um yeah there it's just a there's a blurred line because obviously you have friends and like close friends but again like one of my best guy friends I don't text him every night I don't talk to him every night and he's like my brother yeah I don't need to yeah. talk oh, there's no reason I, I talk to him like once a week when I see him hanging out but yeah so that's the and I like I now have my my best friend who I talk to every single day frequently is the last person I'm texting is a man uh he lives out in LA and um and like Jeff knows Jeff will like FaceTime not not alone but like I'll be FaceTiming with my friend and yeah he's included in the joke to Jeff yeah and be like oh say hi to Jeff okay and like Jeff knows that we're not you know it's like it is though like do you know in your heart you know in your heart exactly yeah that's the thing because even like I think about like my best guy friend and when the guy that I'm seeing FaceTimed me one of the nights, just like to, I put him on, I was like, hello, I say hi. Like he's staying up, yeah. like he's staying on the couch, but like he was included in what was going on. Yeah. Um, whereas if I had a felt, it was funny actually, because this is so off topic, but a guy friend of mine was like, oh, I saw that Jack. So Jack, Jack's been on the podcast, people know. And he's, he's like one of my best friends. He's like my brother. We've been like friends for a really long time. Our families know each other. I've been in Nebraska. He's been to Ireland. And so on my birthday, he crashed on the couch. And the next day I was putting up Instagram stories of him and my friend was like, oh, that was kind of weird. Aren't you like dating someone? Like you told me you were, you've been seeing someone. And I was like, we well, yeah, haven't seen someone newly, but like, why would that be weird? And he was like, well, I would just feel uncomfortable if I had started dating you and you're posting pictures up of a guy. And then I was like, no, like, I was like, well, firstly, I'm not hiding anything. It'd be weird if I were right. hiding it. He's yeah. always crashed on my couch. He's always welcome yeah. to crash on my couch. And I like put him on FaceTime. And then my friend was like, you put him on FaceTime. That's so weird. And I was like, no, because I'm being yeah. honest. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But yeah, so whereas if it were, if I felt the need to hide it, it would have been like, oh, that, like you said, I would have known in my heart. I was like up to no good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do you want me to, by the way, like give a little overview of, because I think I talk about like, you've heard my me talk about it. Oh, I definitely do. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely going to come to that. I would love that. Because I know I just, I thought the emotional cheating was really interesting because it was like one of the things I looked up anyway. And it was like a form of cheating, which I had never, mm-hmm. like once, it, once I read that, I was like, oh okay maybe that guy I dated that time I did have a reason to be mad um but yeah just like an actual cheating would love if you would talk about that that'd be great yeah so my physical physical. um so this is just the like general overview for people who haven't heard my stand-up set which also is new and so most people haven't heard it um talking about cheating I'm like just starting to talk uh I've like mentioned it on stage before and I've told one I was working on a story once a long time ago but I have never, I've always been like, this is a thing that I will tackle later. And now finally it's like 
I finally feel like I'm in a place. I'm, I've both like reached a place in my life emotionally and also a point in my ability to write stand up where I can like finally, I'm finally in a position to talk about it yeah. at all on stage. Um, so yes, I have, uh, I am a, what I said, the line that I say on stage is I'm a serial monogamist who is very bad at one of those words. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, cause I just have been in like serious, it's, I've had serious boyfriend, serious boyfriend, serious boyfriend, serious boyfriend. And I have cheated in, um, almost basically I've cheated in every relationship I've ever been in. There's like a couple, um, I there was one physically, physically. Oh yeah. Physically. Um, yes. Uh, yes. And this is a thing that I talk about on stage. Um, but I've never, I, I always drew the line at, at literal intercourse. I never had like PIV sex. Yeah. outside of a relationship but I've done everything you know like uh, every other sex act have done outside of a relationship um Cleveland steamer done it uh I don't know what that is but I will look it up what is a Cleveland steamer I, I think it's where you stick a shit on someone's chest and then you wrap their chest in saran wrap and you press okay, but you didn't do that chest. right no it's a joke okay <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you Americans okay um no, um but, but um so would you would you not have like intercourse as a way to kind of justify like it's like oh not as big of a deal with the cheating yes i yes i think that's exactly what it is um that it just was like for whatever weird reason i felt okay with cheating but was like i'm holding myself back i'm being responsible um so i never i never explicitly had intercourse but i mean whatever doesn't mean that I didn't cheat physically certainly cheated physically but so yeah and I so I cheated in um almost there there's there I guess there was one relationship that just it's funny the one relationship that I like fully flat out didn't cheat in um was the least important relationship was the guy who I was like oh yeah that was fine we dated for a few months like six months long enough to be a relationship but yeah eh. um and every other one that was all like more serious. And you really that. cared for those men that you cheated on? Yes. It was all, absolutely. Yes. I, I certainly did. The, um, it was always like there was something wrong in the relationship. And that, uh, that's actually not even true. Mm, I, I, I have really thought about like, is cheating a sign that you should be out of that relationship? And I think in most cases, yes. Um, but also for me, it's like, oh, I don't know. There's a degree of just like, it's really fucking fun to the new, a new relationship, like new relationship emotions to me are like, that's the best drug I could ever do. There's no, there is no drug that hits that high in the way the like first month of a, of a Mm. relationship, like really liking somebody and them really liking you. There is nothing that replicates that. And that drug is contingent upon the relationship being new, which means that you, like when you're in a relationship for a year or two or three, suddenly you can't do the drug anymore. And so the way to do the drug is to cheat. And so, and, and so I've thought about like how much of it is that I shouldn't have been in those relationships. And like, certainly part of it 
certainly a lot of it and how much of it was just pure insecurity, how much of it was me like looking for external validation, certainly a lot of it. And then how much of it was just like, I don't know, it's really fucking fun. (laughs) It's really, 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 really fun. Yeah. And I just happened. And I think the reason that the fun wasn't ever like weighted down by guilt or wasn't weighted down enough by guilt was related to not wanting, like not being as embedded in those relationships as the other person in the relationship was. So I do think it winds up coming down to like, yes, there is knitted through is like, I shouldn't have been in those relationships or there was like an issue there. And did you feel guilty? Would you feel guilty afterwards? No, you were just kind of like bonkers. Well, how did you (laughs) teach me your ways? (laughs) I wonder, no, I know one time. What's funny is one time when I, so I like my first two serious boyfriends, I cheated on both multiple times with multiple people, like Mm -hmm. would have little sort of like ongoing affairs, would make out with somebody at a party, would like, just like, like a lot and um or relatively a lot i don't want to it's funny because i'm also like it's not like i was going out every friday and hooking up with somebody new and then coming back to my boyfriend like it wasn't that at all um but i just like cheated on them multiple times with multiple people multiple people and multiple times in most of most of those cases and then um my next serious boyfriend i was like he's so kind i can't cheat on him he's so good he doesn't deserve it i'm not gonna do it and then I did. Sure enough, it was a it was a couple years into the relationship. I held off for a long time, barely, <laughs> almost almost fucked up a few times. But um, and I told a friend of mine who knew that I had cheated, and she and but I was like, yeah, but we didn't officially have. Se- oh, I've n- and I told her I've never had full sex, and she and she said, do you feel guilty? And I said, no. And she said, next time try full insertion. <laughs> See if that makes you feel guilty. And how, but how do you like, how do you not feel guilty? Like, cause obviously when you seen him again, you didn't feel any, so, no remorse whatsoever. No kind of like, fuck that. I should have done, shouldn't have done that. Or no guilt when he was being nice the next time. I don't think it was like, I don't think it's like stone cold killer, like <laughs> absolutely nothing. Um, but I think I just always was like, I think the I think the real answer is that I was detached enough from the from any of the given relationships. I was like I know that I'm control I'm I've always felt in control. I think that was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. I always felt in control. I never was worried that they were going to find out. Only one boyfriend has ever found out. Uh, only one person has ever found out once. Um so I never felt like anybody was going to find out. Um And in most cases, it wasn't, it took, it was a long time before I had like a, also, oh, I should mention those first two serious relationships were long distance for most of it. Okay. Okay. So that's, that was going to be my follow-up question. Like, how did you hide it? Okay. So long distance, Jesus, that's in the list. I looked up earlier as well, that that's a big factor. Yes. Yes. So, and then you never. Oh, say, 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 go ahead. Well, you never suggested open relationship with them. Um, not with those people, but also that was like, like open relationship was like only for sinners back then kind of thing. Okay. And I don't mean, it's not even, I mean, it wasn't even that long ago. This was, it's, st- I started cheating when I was in college and I was dating somebody long distance. And so that was in probably 2010. Um, 
maybe 2009, 2009, 2010. That was like my first relationship. I cheated on him multiple times with multiple people. Then 2011, 12, 13, whatever. I was with the next guy somewhere in there, a couple of years in there. Um, I cheated on him multiple times with multiple people. So the, but anyway, so I started cheating when I was in college and, um, and then it was, oh yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't worried about people finding out. Um, it was like, and, and it wasn't, I, I wasn't in like emotional affairs. I think I had, I did have one time where I had a more like, or sorry, when I'm saying emotional affair, I mean, I was physically cheating. But you didn't like them. Uh, or like, I liked them. Like I had a crush on them. I thought they were cute. It was fun, but I didn't like, I wasn't worried about like caring for them yes, kind of thing. Yes. yes. Um, it was very just physical. Even, yeah. Or like there was one guy where it was like, I absolutely, I really cared about him. I actually, we said, I love you to each other outside of a relationship in mm. which I was already saying, I love you. Um, and he had liked me for a long time and I knew that and um i i really really liked like i liked him a lot but i also was like could walk away at any moment you know like i wasn't i was like i feel love for him but i wasn't in love with him by any means though we said i love you a couple, once or twice not like it, we weren't like boyfriend girlfriend what it wasn't like i had a full second boyfriend but it was like we were hooking up and then we would like in moments of passion say i love you um but uh but yeah so the long distance like really can I mean, just makes it a million times easier to hide, of course. But then there, but there were times where I cheated on people when we were not long distance. There were a couple times where I cheated on people. I mean, there was one time when I cheated on somebody where we were we had like taken a trip that weekend together, and uh, and I cheated on him with somebody while we were on a trip together. How did you and, do that? Like that's all right. so you just were like, I'm going down for some milk, and then you kissed the grocery man. It was somebody we were we were meeting up with old friends. And it was like a big group and people were staying at a couple different, uh, is this true? Whatever it was, it was some, the person I cheated with was somebody who I had known for a while before. And we had like flirted for a long, long time. And then I went on this trip with a boyfriend and um, the guy and I wound up making out behind the hotel. It was like a, we're all like, we're so people are hanging out over here and somebody's yeah. like, this yeah. group is, this small group is getting dinner at this place. And this small group is going to just hang out here and drink wine or whatever. And so in one of the, in like, I think it happened twice over that weekend where it was like. Yeah. But I we, guess, like, is it like the boldness of it? Like that's kind of like sexy and fun. And it's like, I can do this. I can get away with it. The risk. It has to be that yeah. to me. Cause that was very it, risky there. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Stupid risky. Yeah, we made out behind we made out behind a restaurant and we made out uh behind the hotel. And that was the only but and we didn't go farther than that. We wound up that guy and I actually wound up hooking up later when I was not dating anybody. Um and it was very medium. Um <laughs> oh no. Um but uh but we yeah, that it's it's super risky. Also, that pattern of like something's more exciting while I'm in a relationship, and then as soon as I'm out, I'm like, oh no, I don't, I don't want to date you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I really liked you while I was dating somebody else. You were a great second option, but you were a great distraction. But like, as soon as it's as soon as it's not a risk anymore, it it is. It has to be that, right? It has to be the like the like high of it isn't as strong because the risk isn't as high. 
Well, also these are guys you can't commit to because you're in a relationship. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's like you can literally just have as much fun without having to worry about it going any further than that. Yes. That is why I do think that is how and why it started is that I, so the guy, the, the my first serious relationship at college um, was my, is also the person who I'm the most comfortable being like, yeah, I fucking cheated on him because he wound up stalking me late, cyber stalking me for six months after we broke up. And so I'm a little bit like, hey, pal, you get, <laughs> woo, we both made our beds and fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, oh, and look, so, most people's first relationships are messy anyway. Also, right. Also, it was 10 years ago. Also, it was yeah. messy. Also, 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 he like sort of trapped me in the relationship in a way that looking back was like manipulative and like, mm. I don't know if it borderline abusive. It's always weird to, you know, like, it's like, is that abuse? I don't know. It, but it's, it, he, sh- he sure was a shitty boyfriend. Also, I was a shitty girlfriend right back to him because I didn't want to be dating him, but yeah. he trapped me in the relationship. Um, and, and I was too young to recognize. Now I would be like, baby girl, just leave, leave. Yeah. Like, all you have to do is say, no, I don't want to stay with you. When you say, I want to break up with you. And he says, but let's not. You just, all you have to do is say, Nah, we're done. Yeah. But. No, it's hard. Look, been there. Um, yep. You know, and yeah, same thing. Like, I'm going to, sure, I'm going to see with my little sister. We all just have to learn those lessons the hard way. Yes. So. But he, but so this guy, this was a very, so it was long distance and it was a very much like external validation. I'm coming into myself in college. I'm like feeling more confident. And it was a, he was a safety net. So I could be like, I could go to a party and flirt with people, which is what I wanted to be doing. I wanted to be going to a party and flirting with people and making out with people and hooking up with people in the bathroom at a party. That's what I wanted to be doing. But I didn't feel hot enough or cool enough or whatever, which is such a simple thing, but everybody deals with it. And, uh, and so I would go and flirt with somebody. And then if something happened, perfect. That's what I want. And if something didn't happen, that's fine. I have a boyfriend and I'm not supposed to be hooking up with anybody anyway. You know, it's like, it was this safety blanket yeah. that still let me get the validation that I craved. How did I hide it? Oh, later, later, later in person, it was like, obviously harder to hide, but still not impossible. I do, I do think like a lot of people do cheat for that, that exactly what you just said, like the validation or if you're feeling insecure, you don't feel you're attractive enough. Oh, yeah. So getting that off multiple people. Um, I always like even when I'm dating someone and they're like like if I'm like you're hot and they're like "Mm, I don't think I'm that hot I'm like "Uh (laughs) uh-oh think you're hot because I don't want to end up Uh with a cheater (laughs) because I've definitely dated insecure guys and and I've had guys who've cheated on me and I'm fine for it because it's like it's not set in stone whether they did but it's like more than likely they did um and I know it's not about me it's Mm -hmm. and that's a huge thing it's never it's never about you. It's it's usually what, yeah, the other person needing validation or needing that or just like, yeah, just to feel hot or or they're just in it for the risk. There's so many multiple different reasons. And and I do think <laughs> I'm about to be like, it's a little bit about you. It's not, it's <laughs> never about you as a person. It's, the, the person who's getting cheated on, it's never about them as a person. Yeah. I do think sometimes it's about the relationship. Like yes. it's not, it's not whether you are good enough but I do think there is a degree of like, is the relationship good enough? A hundred percent. Also has nothing to do with you. It is the mesh. It is the like the yes. the meld and the timing. It's you know, it's everything that makes a relationship good or bad is frequently 
almost, I think almost always knitted in with the cheating. Yes. Which can feel super personal, though it is not. Yeah. Like I've never been in anything where I've known, oh my God, they're cheating. There was just a partner where there was a suggestion that maybe he cheated, but I was like, well, I wasn't fucking him at the end of our relationship anyways. <laughs> yeah, right. If he did, you know, it was on the rocks. And then the, another one, it was like a young relationship and he, uh, well, oh my God, actually now I remember more. Well, there was one and he like apparently had sex with a prostitute, which is like, well, he was on holidays, lads holiday, young. And again, not sure if that was true. It was like kind of gossip, but I was breaking up with him anyway, like two months later, you know, it, it was yeah. just like, a, you know, we were like. That is something that I haven't thought about, but I do feel like if somebody, I feel like if you suspect that somebody, if anybody suspects that their partner is cheating, I feel like if you've gotten to the point of suspecting, I would put $8,000 down that they are. Like, yeah. I think the chances that they are is very high. Well, I'll tell you this. Oh my God. I don't, and I haven't told or if you've like heard rumors. Yeah, well, I haven't told the story on the podcast before. And for the guy, he might not have cheated at all. But I remember him constantly bitching about this girl that we worked with. And he would say, oh, she wears so much makeup. Like, she's so unattractive. You would, like, heavy, like go heavy on it. And, um, oh, like, I was working with her today. Her voice is so annoying. And this has gone on for a few months. And then one time I was lying in bed with him when we were watching a movie. And he went to the bathroom and a message popped up. And it was, like, a flirty message, like a Facebook message. From and, like, her. I read it. Yeah. And then he came back in and I was like, you hate her. Like all he did was ever talk. I was like, why are you? And he was like, oh, no, no, no. And anyway, we ended up breaking up a couple of months later because I stopped being sexually attracted to him. So I broke up with him and it was like four days later, we were out at like a Christmas work party and he kissed her in front of me. Now, I was very much like, I don't care. You know, I was just like, everybody was like, oh, my God, are you OK? And I was like, nah, I like it's not a big deal. I just want to go home. But like, right. Yeah, I'm like, whatever. I was like, this just confirms a lot of what I was thinking anyway. Um, and whether or not anything got physical, who knows, but certainly like there was something, (laughs) yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, and maybe nothing happened before, but there was definitely, and I think you're right. I think when you start, well, here's a good question though when is it paranoia or your gut? Because I do think if your gut says someone's cheating, you're probably right, but then there's also sometimes like people accuse people of cheating who aren't cheating. I've had guys accuse me of cheating, and I've never cheated like the, the guy that I was seeing he accused me of cheating and I'd never cheated I'd never even it wouldn't even I haven't it, it's a guilt thing for me I just I right would, it's not I would just you are die. not you wouldn't yeah. I, yeah I just couldn't do it I would feel so I would feel so I would cry it wouldn't be worth the stress <laughs> yeah but yeah so when is wait it, is this the guy who said that you were having an emotional affair yeah this is all the same guy this is all the same guy um well was it so wait are you saying when he, are, when you're saying he accused me of cheating and I wasn't, is this when he was saying you were having an emotional affair? Oh no. He's accused me of like physically, he would just be drunk. Okay. And like, I remember one time we were out, at a, out on my birthday and my dress got caught into some guy's jumper and I got pulled away. And then me and the guy were laughing about it. And it was like my birthday and the guy I was seeing like for years, um, anybody who's listening who knows me is going to know who this is now, but fuck it, who cares? Um, he, they were all at that party as well though. So it doesn't matter. But, um, he like ruined my birthday. He like was like, I know you fucking kissed him and like, stor- you know, like he stormed out of the bar and I hadn't at all. It was just, but he was just so possessive and insecure at, at, with me. Right. I'm sure with his future partners, he's learned from it. And you know, I don't really. I'm just saying that to be safe <laughs> because anybody listens to this who, who's right. from where I'm sure, from you are going to know. Sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I hope to God because, um, uh, you know, you know, anyway, I hope for him. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
but now the emotional cheating he was he was right on you know in hindsight sure. but um sure. but yeah there's you know there's people who sometimes will accuse you of cheating and you're not so like when is it paranoia versus trust in your gut it's a tough one you know it i i think it is i think it is tough i mean i think if you're being accused and it's not well i guess to me the answer is just like there are people who who um wind up sort of leaning into the paranoia of the, their partner is cheating on them and my guess <laughs> my prescription is that that's not the only possessive and insecure and potentially abusive or borderline abusive pattern that they have in relationships you know yeah, exactly. like it's like it's them or and and if it's you who's who's feeling par- like if if it's if it's a person who's wondering if their partner is cheating on them and they're like is it my gut or is it paranoia to me honestly this goes back to the you know in your heart like and uh, and perhaps you are so you know maybe there are people who are not stable and and really don't know in their heart but i think that like most people who are within the realm of general stability are it's like come on you fucking know like are you being possessive and even if you don't even if it pains you to admit even if it feels scary and hurtful to be like oh yeah i'm being possessive right now mm-hmm. like somewhere in you some part of you knows and probably if you're avoiding admitting that, that probably means, yes, you are being possessive. Yeah, yeah. And if you're like, no, I really, really think this person is cheating, then it's like, yeah, then you know in your heart that it's your gut. No, you're so right. You're so right. I think um, I think that's great advice because I do think if you're a logical person and most of your decisions in life are logical and like you're not abusive in relationships and like we all fucking know, you all know when we you're all being have- jealous or possess- like, yeah, right. so I think because I... And, we, and on the flip side of that, we all have shitty patterns in relationships. I don't mean like... If yeah. you are a perfect partner, you should know. I just mean like, like, like oh, oh no, I pull yourself out of it and look at the situation. If you were your best friend, would you say to yourself, "Hey, you're just being, you're just being possessive," or would you yeah. be like, "Yeah, I believe it." And that, and that's okay to admit to yourself. Like, there's plenty of times totally. where I'm like with someone, and they'll show me something a girlfriend will have sent, and my heart just goes, "Oh my god, she's so pretty!" And then I have to go to myself. I have all male friends calm down and then like you know and they don't need to see that part I just smile and be like oh my god great but like you know that's just natural to have a moment of like it's yeah just once you're able to go okay I'm being a bit silly for a second you know and don't indulge in it too much don't go like looking up shit on the internet or like looking up likes and comments but yeah, yeah I think if you're normally logical and you know yourself well yeah if your gut says they're cheating they're probably something there's probably something else or or even if you are normally illogical, like if you're like, <laughs> I know my pattern in relationships, I know my negative pattern and my negative pattern is leaning into this paranoia. Well, then there's your answer. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Like I think um, being self-aware is really important. And just knowing that we all have moments of jealousy or trust totally. or like, cause I find that I find or trust years in... of jealousy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just know that like, yeah I think because I think there's rabbit holes that you can go down that's very bad like I tend to now with partners like I won't look at their phone if it flashes up I've I will never do any like I don't I don't even want to indulge myself if I have those I don't think yeah. I have those tendencies but I don't want to indulge myself I don't want to see fucking Pamela pop up and then be like and Pamela's probably just someone from work do you know it's just like yeah. or I wouldn't go like through their Instagram or whatever you know I've had girls reach out to me with guys that I, I had a girl reach out to me with a guy I was dating because she went through his Instagram and saw that he was following I was a new person he was following but like 
do you know it's just head wrecking shit so yeah but i guess if your gut is saying that they're cheating what do you do like what do you do then you don't want to wreck your own head either you're just fucking yeah i'm not gonna turn into a detective like i'd probably just end the relationship if i'm feeling like that it's not good i don't know i think i think that's like that's much harder to prescribe you know there's I, i to me there's no specific uh you know there's there's no one size fits all solution to that and what's funny is i've never been on that side i have i i believe with absolute certainty there's there's not a way for me to specifically know without i guess asking every single person i've ever dated but i feel absolute certainty that i have never been cheated on i have been the other woman and i have cheated on partners but i believe that i have never been cheated on um, so I don't really like that is a position where I'm like, I don't know, you figure it out. <laughs> I, I'll tell you about the cheating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do think, I guess if you're, if you're worrying about it loads, but yeah, again, who knows? Cause you could be in a marriage. Oh God. It's a, it's a hard one to, but wait, so let's, I have two questions for you now from things you said there. Firstly, I want to ask you, how did you feel being a mistress? The other woman, like, did you ever feel guilty for the other woman? Um, no, it's only, it's, is it true that it's only happened once um i believe it has only i believe i've only done it once and the one time that it was true the guy was um i mean we had we had a really good connection but it wound up like the the like as it as it went further along he wound up being not fully a creep but just like a shitty dude in the way that dudes can be shitty, even if in many other ways they're fine. Um, And so I felt really gross in that. I wound up feeling really gross about that. And I look back and feel really gross about it, but not at all because of the, his wife. Um, I just feel gross. I like look back and feel sorry for myself. Like I was, I suffered. I just like, I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, I can see myself as a 23-year-old not understand how to handle this situation and not not be like, you can walk, you can walk away. It's, yeah. it's that, and I've said this before with my college boyfriend too, that like, I, I know that like a thing that I had to grow into or grow out of or whatever, is just that when I was young, it I would wind up feeling trapped. I would wind up feeling like I owed men or I would wind up feeling like, well, it would be rude if I did X, Y, Z, or it would be, it would be mean or it would be insensitive or my head's telling me to do this, but my heart doesn't know if I feel that fully or whatever. And it's like, looking back, it's like, leave, 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 walk, 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 get the fuck out of there. But I, so with the only time I've been the other woman is a situation where I look back and I'm like, get the fuck out of there, but not because of his wife, just because of he and I are our interactions yeah and his and I I, th- I guess I kind of feel about the wife I'm like I don't know she's not my problem like he's got that's their problem and because I know what it feels like to cheat I'm like I assume that they've got all sorts of other shit they've got like if he's cheating on her that means that either there's stuff in their relationship or there's stuff with him individually and yeah I'm not I'm not the babysitter there well I will I will tell you this like you know let's say me growing up if I had heard this story like 10 years ago when I was 20 I'd be like oh my god that's so bad like that's so bad you didn't think of and I think you know now that I'm 30 I'm like I think that's really unfair there should be 
it's not the other woman's responsibility whatsoever. It's whoever's in the relationship's responsibility. And I, you know, since I've been living here, I know two mistresses and they're both dating married men. Now these women, women don't know about them. And these people are like the, two of the nicest people I've ever met, you know? Um, So like, that was just like, oh, okay. That was like very shocking for me because it's like, they're not bad people. They just have enough fall for a married guy. And, it's I do believe it's the guy's responsibility or if or the woman whoever's in the relationship it's their responsibility to kind yeah. of yeah I yeah I to me it's the like it, it it kind of parallels like you know being safe walking alone at night like yeah as a woman probably don't be on your phone that's just a responsible thing to do but still like ultimately the blame lies with the attacker you know that yeah. like I have, so I, so it's like ultimately the blame lies with the person in the relationship who is doing the cheating. That said, I have every, every time I've ever cheated the person, I think save for maybe one makeout at a party, um, the person I have cheated with n- has always known that I was in a relationship, has always like yeah. engaged willingly in the cheat, in, in me cheating in my relationship. And Again, I do not put the blame on them at all, but just mm-hmm. like there is, that's like a weird, like, do you tell me, like, how upfront are you? Whatever, whatever. Um, but I will say that the, the couple times that somebody, that I've like been flirtatious with somebody, they've known that I have a boyfriend and they have like, just sort of like helped not lean into it. I, as a person who is, has cheated a lot, and it's very, I find it very easy to cheat or have traditionally found it very easy to cheat. I'm always, I am always very grateful when the other person is like, hey, let's stop texting. And, and I've only ever had it once where, where there was a guy who was like, what the fuck? Like, absolutely not. Get away from me. And yeah. I was like, oh, get off your high horse, <laughs> even though he's saying the correct thing. Yeah. Um, but it is like to have the other person like, and, and, and I have, I think I, I have like drawn that into further interactions. Like I was, this was a couple of years ago, but I was flirting with a guy at a bar and we were like, we just got along so well. It was like immediate chemistry. And he, after like 10 minutes, he was like, Hey, I just, I gotta say this. I have a girlfriend and I, I think you and I, I think we, I don't think I can talk to you anymore because otherwise this is like gonna stay or maybe he didn't cut off the conversation right there, but he was like, I have a girlfriend and I just really like, I need to like say, I need to lay, yeah. lay down this line because I can feel myself like getting close to getting physical. And I was like, I totally get it. And I have been in your shoes. So I am going, I think this is what it was. I was like, do you want me to end this conversation right now? We can keep talking and we won't do anything physical, but also is it easier for you if I'm just like, this is great. Nice to meet you. Have a good night. If I make the decision for you, because I've been in his shoes where I'm like, God, I would fucking love for the other person to just make the decision for me for the other person to be like, Hey, nice to meet you. See you later. So it is, it is like, yes, the cheater is where the responsibility lies, but the action involves both people. No, no, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when you say that, like, I it, as I don't want to say anything without sounding like on a moral high horse. But I just, it's so basic. But I'm just like, I would never be with someone who is in a relationship because, and it's not even a moral high horse. It's more it would put an insecurity in my head. I would oh, 
think of karma I would be like it's definitely gonna happen to me I would start to question future relationships so if I can keep myself on that side of the street then I'm not gonna have like a wandering mind because like of course and also like I'm not I don't mean to say like cheating is a victimless crime I don't it is not I don't mean to say (laughs) cheating is right or cheating is like good it's not um I'm mostly saying like it's a thing that happens all the fucking time and we don't really talk about it and we don't admit how much it happens and we don't admit how like relatively normal it is though her it is hurtful it is normal but it is hurtful but we don't talk about it and so to me like I don't mean to be like yeah gee be no no not at all I don't but it's just like and so like for you to be like, I would never be in a relationship with somebody who's cheating. I'm like, correct. Good. No, yes, no, no, that is no, the sorry. right answer. What I was saying was not that. Sorry. What I was saying was I wouldn't be the other woman. Oh, yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'd assume, like, because like, even I was dating. Correct. Yeah, I was dating a guy and he never told me about his open. I say this in quotations because I don't think it was open. Because it was probably not. Yep. Because he never told me. And then when I eventually kind of saw like all her comments on his posts and then when I, now the podcast listeners have heard about this, so I'll just say a quick version of it. But basically as soon as I found out that there was a girlfriend in the picture, I was like, I'm out. Just because yeah. I don't, I don't like, well, first thing I want to be told if I'm going to be the other woman, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and given that decision. But yeah, it's more just a, it would, it would ruin future relationships for me. Like how do you not ever worry that your partners will cheat you have no fear in that see nope. that's amazing i'm telling you i was brought up in the wrong religion <laughs> Bra- yes <laughs> um also i think there is just a degree of like i i don't know i don't know if it's like what i've done is worse than what anybody would do to me kind of thing or if it's like i'm sure there's a degree of power dynamic of like Oh, buddy. Sure. If you cheat, believe me, I can cheat harder. You know, like I, I, which I guess is kind of the same, the same thing as what I just said. I don't know. I don't know if it's, I think it's also like the men I wind up dating are people who I don't, I'm, I'm never, I don't, I don't even go on dates with people who like, it's so funny. I am a cheater or have been a cheater for many, many years. Um, but I never date cheaters. Yeah. I just cheat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess. Did. I don't anymore. But also as well, is there a, maybe an aspect of it where because you were able to separate physicalness from emotional, that if they did cheat, you would probably understand it more or be able to just go, go, okay, here's an opportunity for me to go find somebody. Like, is there an element of that to it? I think, yeah, maybe. I, I truly, 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 I just am not, I've never been worried about a partner cheating on me. It's I never have. I worry. Oh my gosh. I'm like, even when I'm just dating someone, I'm like, oh, I hope they're not dating someone else. <laughs> yeah. No, I really, I just have never, never, never been worried about it. And I don't have a clear answer as to why, given how much I've done it. Yeah. 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 I think for me, it's just that I know that it's so, and so many of my guy friends and so many girls have been cheated on or have cheated. And like the older I get, I'm like, God, it is it's there's some like it's so easy for it to happen like but I don't ever want that to ruin a relationship worrying about it yeah you just have to go in with blind trust and if it happens I'm like I hope we never find out about it yeah um I just know I can't separate physical from emotional so it's hard to understand that other people can do that what's and what's funny is that I actually don't think of myself as somebody who can separate physical from emotional it's just that the people who I've cheated on, like I've always cheated on somebody who, 
or cheated with somebody who I like. Okay. Like okay. who I have like, oh, you like know, butterfly. Okay. Yeah. Cause you did say that. Yeah. You did say that. It's like that new relationship. That's what was. I like. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. I'm not cheating on people. But there's no I'm worry not, that it's going to go further than a month or two then because then the buzz it's goes. It's that. It's, it's that like I am cheating with people or have cheated with people where for the most part, there's been a couple exceptions. There's been a couple like actual like love affairs kind of thing. But for the most part, the physical, the, the times when it's like, oh yeah, we, we like hook up a few, t- you know, like we hooked up for a, for a month or two outside of this relationship, you know, once a week or whatever, and that's it. Or we hooked up once at a party or twice at two parties or whatever. Um, it's, it's like, oh yeah, I like this person and that's it. Yeah. I do have to like somebody to want to be physical with them at all. I, I am very much a, like, my friends are like, I remember when I was like dating before I was in a monogamous relationship in New York, when I was just like on the apps, I had a friend be like, you gotta like just only swipe on tens and then hook up with them. And I was like, yeah, but they're douchebags and I hate that. Like mm-hmm. all, all these like hot guys are like, I'm like, I don't like them. I don't want to talk to them. And she's like, yeah, you don't talk to them. You just fuck them. And I'm like, that's so not where I'm at. It's, it's so not what I have any, I, I, I have no interest in fucking somebody who I don't feel butterflies for. Yeah, no, I'm the same. I can't, can't. Oh, I wish. That sounds lovely what she's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> no. I know. And can we go back to when you said, um, just so I don't want to forget it, this is like a while ago, but you were saying then there was the partner who lived in the city, or sorry, not lived in the city, but lived with you, like lived not long distance. Sorry, geez, couldn't get my words out there. So the partner who wasn't long distance and you had to start hiding it, that was hard? The hiding or? Yes. I mean, so I have... I- also, I have had a few, I had two long distances and then I had a handful of other, um, uh, not long distances. I've cheated in other, in like mu- multiple times I have cheated while I have been living in the same city with the person. It's, um, I can't, th- the, the one thing that I've never done is I've never cheated while living with a partner. Um, like right now, Jeff and I live together and I, first of all, have no interest in cheating on him. Haven't cheated on him. We had like the closest we ever got was that we were unclear about when, um, when we were exclusive and he thought we were exclusive for almost two months. And I was like, we haven't been exclusive this whole time. And so I was dating other people and he found a number on my nightstand. It was like the most old fashioned thing. He found a number on my nightstand and was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, oh, it's a guy at a bar. I don't even think I'm going to text him. And he was like, what the fuck do you mean? And so that was like, and we, so, and we, we broke up a week later because it was just like too hard and complicated and had like a couple months of like figuring it out and we were open and it was hard and it was bad and whatever. So like, but then since we've become exclusive, it's been like, oh yeah, this has been the easiest relationship. This has been the first time where I've ever been like, oh, being monogamous makes my life easier. Every other relationship I've ever been in, being monogamous has made my life harder. And this is the first time where it's made my life easier. And that I think is like, that's the difference. Um, but anyway, taking myself out of like, this is great. And I love him. We, I have no idea how the fuck I would cheat on him. Cause he lives, we share a bed <laughs> every single night. And that seems very hard. Well, yeah. And, but how did you guys have, how did you miscommunicate the exclusivity? How did the, you think? Um, I was dating a bunch of people or a, whatever, a few people. Um, but, and it was like very clear that 
to my roommate that I liked Jeff the most. And I would like, I think I was dating like three guys at the time. And I would always prioritize seeing Jeff. Like if I was traveling and I came home, I would see Jeff first. I would like, it was, it was just very clear. And my roommate made a comment. She was like, you know, Jeff's your boyfriend, right? And I was like, I know, I know. And I told Jeff that as a like trying to be flirty and trying to sort of like test the waters, like push the, push the, you know, push the limits a little bit about like how emotional can we get? How serious can we get? Um, while I was still dating these other people. And I, so I was like, I was like, uh, Thea said, you know, Jeff's your boyfriend. And he was like, Oh, <laughs> that's funny. And I was like, yeah, anyway, that was truly the extent of it. And Jeff interpreted the word boyfriend as exclusive. And to me, I was like, no, we live in a time where people are like, here's my boyfriend's girlfriend, you know, like where it's like, and we had talked about being open. We had talked about not being exclusive for a long time. We both had just gotten out of relationships. We like, we had been very communicative about being open and then we just hadn't returned to the topic for a while. I said the word boyfriend. We didn't say anything more about it. I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that that could signal to him exclusivity. And I don't know why he didn't say anything. I mean, I think it's just like classic avoidant communication style kind of thing. Yeah, this is just sounds like a massive communication mix up. Yeah, like a stupid classic thing. And so then we spent um, like a month and a half where I was like, I'm still dating other people. And he wasn't dating other people. I don't think he was dating. There weren't, he liked me a lot. Um, yeah and probably there was probably like an ego bruise as well like I know if I was in that situation and I was there was miscommunication and I was only dating um the person that I was dating or you know I would feel like oh my ego would hurt yeah and you would feel like oh I need to exit myself to like self-respect and stuff of course of course yes all of that I'm delighted you guys worked it out though yes yes we love each other and that's great but um but so yeah I don't know but the hiding it when we when I lived in the same city as somebody um, and we would like see each other every other day or whatever. Um, that was harder, but still not impossible because like you go home at night, like you go back to your own apartment and you, and that's when you talk to the person more. And like when you're, when I, I was always like, I would, it's not like I wouldn't text somebody when I was with a boyfriend, but I would certainly be texting them or calling them or FaceTiming them or whatever excuse me, way more when I was in my own bedroom alone. Yeah. God, terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard when I do these like interviews not to like also be like, and let me ask advice about my current situation. Not to just like project back on your own thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, I'm sure people feel like that too listening as well, but it's just like every situation is unique. But yeah, I think, yeah, like that's it. If you want to do it, if you, you, you can just like, if I wanted to cheat and I was okay with it, I could easily hide it. So yeah, um, it is. That is one thing that I've thought so much that it is so much easier to cheat than anybody talks about. It's like, it's an, it's, it, it happens so fast. And I think you've made the decision way before you kiss. Way, way, even before the first touch, before the first hand, like the decision to cheat happens in an instant and it happens earlier than anybody thinks. Yeah. So you mean like you're at a bar and you're like, this is going to happen. Yeah. Or you like have like, there's a, there's the friend who you've always like had a little sparkle with and Mm. you're at a party and you're like, well, or, or you're just getting, you're like, Hey, let's go get a beer. I haven't seen you in a long time you walk in and you see them 
like that's the decision and it's not conscious it's not that's not but like that's when the corner was turned yeah yeah, yeah. when it was when the the line was a dot as they say on friends <laughs> so just mm-hmm. quoted joey <laughs> but, yeah but Our what, Socrates. Makes, what makes um like so you say with jeff it's easy not to cheat why is it easy not to cheat with him is it like there well, what, what is it different you could be at a bar like like obviously i'm not going to say you're ever going to cheat on jeff but you could be at a bar and just like a cute guy come up and talk to you what of makes course. this different I, I truly, truly, truly don't know. Um, I love Jeff very much. I have loved other boyfriends very much. Um, this is not the most intense relationship I've ever been in. It certainly is the most like stable and healthy and secure that I've ever been in, but it's not like I've been in, I've been in more like grand romantic gestures, big sweeping fiery passion relationships. Um, and I've cheated in that. Um, it just like i don't know if it's age i don't know if it's i truly think part of it is actually age which is and also jeff is wonderful and we like this is the most stable healthy communicative relationship that i've ever been in um but i don't i think really part of it is like i shouldn't have been in serious monogamous relationships back to back from the time that I was 18 to the time that I was fucking 30. I mean, like, I don't, like, I think I shouldn't have done that. I think I should have been going to hang out with people and fucking around and going on dates. And I should have been doing that. That's part. And part of that is like, you know, that's where I was getting my, my validation. And so I should get that validation without hurting another person. But also part of it is because it's fucking fun. It's so fucking fun to date somebody. It's so fucking fun to make out with a new person. It's so fucking fun. It's so fucking fun. And I just should have been doing that without the security blanket of a boyfriend. Yeah. And you're, you're 30 now. I'm about to turn 30. I'm 29. Okay. I'm yeah. 29. Okay. Okay, thirty's not bad. <laughs> um, you know, I've been here a whole month. No, not really. Only two weeks. Only two weeks. Um, but yeah, and I guess as well, like you, you've had a lot of partners as well. Like, so maybe, yeah, I, yeah, the security blanket. Like, would would that be like a bit of a codependency thing or? Um, no, I think it's a. I think it's because because I was never, I was never particularly involved with them. Oh yeah, it was literally just like a. It was literally just like if it, it removes the risk of rejection because if you get oh, rejected yeah, yeah yeah and i don't even mean explicit rejection like do you want to kiss me no mm. like not even that explicit but just like if you're like that person's cute and then they don't think you're cute back yeah. it through whatever signal verbal or nonverbal, you don't there's that rejection you you can sort of numb that blow because you're like, <laughs> well, I didn't, I wasn't really asking if they thought I was cute. I, I wasn't really flirting with them because I can't be flirting with them because I have a boyfriend. Hello. Yeah. Right. So it just, it like, it like softens that blow in a, in a, in an unhealthy way. It's not a, that's not a good strategy, but it is a strategy to soften that blow. Yeah. But it also means you were probably more likely to go up and talk to them because you were like, oh, well I have a boyfriend. It's not a big a deal. Yeah. 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 Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. I don't think, I think if, I think if anything, I have, I don't think I've ever been close to codependent. I think if anything, my issue is always the, basically the opposite direction of like, like commitment issues, like commitment phobic and like, just like too in my own world, like too, I just like, I'm, I'm not connected enough. 
And I think nobody sees that. I think it's, I think that's a very hard thing. That's a thing that I like have only realized recently, or it's not, I've always known it at, in some, to some degree, but it's like, I'm very willing to talk about very personal things. And so I have always had the narrative of, about myself. And I think most people, most boys, boys, men have mm-hmm. always thought this. Everybody's always like, Chloe's so vulnerable. She's so open. She doesn't have walls up. And I'm like, I don't have walls up. I'm so, I'm willing to talk about anything. Ask me anything. I'll talk about it. And it's like, no, I have fucking walls. Everybody has walls. I have walls absolutely deep and hard as anybody. They're just, my walls just happen to be the, the, the like what is outside of my walls is maybe unusual. The like topics that I'm willing to talk about is maybe unusual compared to other people. But my, I think my issues are always like, I'm behind my walls too much, not the codependence. Yeah, no, because even like stuff that you were saying, when I looked up that helpline and they did that study or whatever, um, and the reasons people gave for cheating was very similar to what you're saying, uh, validation or commitment issues. And the commitment mm-hmm. issues, when I read into it, was more like, well, A, different ideas of what the relationship status is, or B, um, not wanting the relationship to go to a certain level. So while you're cheating, it's never it's really fear. that serious. Yeah, yeah. it's self-sabotage. And- yeah yeah or a way out I think a lot of people cheat and like I think if you find out someone's cheating or they let you find out it's like their way out of the relationship absolutely yeah so yeah like I remember a a guy I knew he was in like a violent relationship but he he cheated on her anyway and then that was his like way out yeah so you know um there was like these other ones yeah like which to me which to me is still sort of the same as self-sabotage it's just it's the like when you don't feel when you can't for whatever reason can't or won't for whatever reason end it you are finding you are you are you know nailing the the coffin cord oh yeah it's literally because as soon as you cheat and you tell them there's usually no going back um do you think people can like if any of your partners found out you were cheating and then been okay with it uh like still dated you afterwards one so the one person who found so I guess the like Jeff finding the number on the nightstand I to me I don't count that I know yeah. in that moment he felt cheated on but I don't count that as yeah he's finding out because it was like this whole stupid uh you know whatever I think I think it was like a really dumb mix-up that shouldn't have happened but I don't I don't count that as like him finding out that I'm cheating on um only one partner's ever found out that I'm but also for the record Jeff found that out, felt cheated on. Certainly we, we got through it and now, and we broke up for a month and then we got back together and now we've been together for two years or a year and a half since then. Um, so I mean, from that perspective, great, but that wasn't like officially a find out about cheating. Um, the only boyfriend who has ever officially found out that I've cheated on him, he, in the, in that conversation said, this is bad timing, but I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Um, and we stayed together for 10 months afterward. And then finally I broke up with him. Nothing happened. I just like, I just finally one day hit the like limit of this has got to be done. And I should have hit that limit far before he's so wonderful and didn't deserve to be strung along. Didn't deserve to, you know, I, I, we shouldn't have been dating. We shouldn't have been dating for that long, but, um, I wish I had gotten to that point much earlier, but oh, well, I didn't. Yeah. Well, no, just because I, I like there was some TED talker, Esther Perel, and she said that you can, a relationship can be still 
redeemed after cheating. Yes. I also think, and I, and to me, I, I absolutely believe that it can. Um, I think it just is dependent on like, what is driving the cheating? And is that, you know, is, is the thing that's driving the cheating a thing that can be healed in the cheater yeah, or in the relationship? Or is it a sign that the people should not be in a relationship together? And I think either of those things could be true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just like asking those hard questions and being fucking honest and open about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then knowing yourself, if you're going to be able to go on and trust them again, like that's a huge thing. I probably wouldn't. I don't know. I, I, I've, I have no idea. I hope I never end up in that situation, but I'd probably be like, I need to go bang somebody. <laughs> you know? sure. And then we'll come back and have this conversation. Afterwards. Sure. So I'd sure. probably even damage it more. <laughs> I mean, um, who knows if that's damage or not, or if that's the way, if that's the, yeah, the way to go. Happen. Yeah, I don't know. God um yeah so that's really it like I think we've hit most of the the points um because everything you said like I guess there was that it's funny because everything you've said like the study actually talked about like there was that falling out of love a lot of people cheat to have that falling in love thing again Mm -hmm. so it's exactly what you said then there was one the anger revenge which you know that's either their partner cheated and they went and did that again and then um unmet sexual needs which is like yeah look sometimes your partner is going to do shit that you want to do and you're going to outsource that I guess and should be open and honest about it but I think that's a very common one I I dated a guy who got a blowjob off a guy while we were dating and you know I never found out about it until like a year later and you know we'd never had like the exclusive talk so it's not that big of a deal but you know that was something he was going through and yeah there's like different scenarios different situations it was funny how I found out about that because I actually ended up going for drinks with a bunch of people and there was this guy there and he was like talking about the guy I had seen he didn't know I was dating him at the time and he was like oh I take credit for like revealing his bisexualness and I was like oh when and he was like oh and he said and they'd both been on like a holiday and we were dating at that stage and I was like I was dating him then thanks for blowing that's so the guy funny. I was dating that's so funny <laughs> and he was like oh my god wow. I'm so sorry and I was like oh no we were never gonna work out and it was that's only like a so, couple months so, so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's funny I don't even know when I hear the like unmet sexual needs to me I'm like I don't even know if I fully buy that that to me, that still feels like a symptom of a bigger thing, yeah. like of a, yeah, why of a mismatch. Yeah. Of like of bad communication or of like mismatch in the relationship in general or other shit is going on. And that's why you're not having sex. Like it, to me, it's always like, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. also there's something about the new and that's something that's that scares me. That's, that's it to me. That's the, yeah. that's the drug to me. It's yeah. And that scares me with like partners that I can feel myself getting feelings for I'm always like I'm insecure about that about me losing that sense of newness or them losing that sense of newness and I do know like I just have never been in a relationship longer than four months in seven or eight years now seven years I think um and it just ends after three to four months that's it it's like I get to see them for the real person they are the honeymoon period is over and that newness hasn't stretched into like profound love or whatever worth going going a longer distance for um so like I think the most was five months but two months was like online dating so I don't even count that because we were stuck in the pandemic it was like facetiming um but yeah yeah I always like worry because people like new so but I guess you just weigh out your options and if it's worth like I'm sure a lot of it with Jeff is as well you've seen that he is like 
we will be fucking over like this is what I need this is like clearly from what happened that put it in perspective of okay well what I have with him is more important than and honestly his willingness to like fucking call me on shit I think is a huge part of why our relationship is as healthy as it is because almost all the other men who I've ever dated have not called me on shit or the shit that they've called me on is like stuff where I'm like what? like you're calling me on the wrong fit kind of thing like yeah i don't i don't even know how to describe it but just like it's never jeff is like hey don't do that like that that's mean or that sucks or that is bad or whatever or that's unfair or whatever um and he he's really good about that and and i think i'm good about that back to him but i also think i think a point on the newness thing i've never felt there's the there's the like you have the honeymoon period and then you're like it goes away and now it's bad and to me I guess I felt that I've never felt it with a boyfriend boyfriend I felt that with like people who I'm like dating for a couple months yeah but then to me I just take that as like oh then we're we are not supposed to be together no I agree people who I've been together with for like a year or more I've never felt the like the honeymoon period going away it certainly does like flatten out of course the honeymoon period does not last forever I don't I don't deny that it's not that I have perpetual honeymoon period at all it's just that the like the slacking off has never bothered me to me what the the danger is it's like so it's like honeymoon period is so it's so amazing it's so amazing it's so amazing and then it slackens off and you kind of don't notice it because it's just fine The, the person is good and you like them and the danger is when there's like another flashing light. So it's not basically the drop off is not what's the dangerous. It's the like other new shiny thing that to me is the danger. The new hot, cute, the new sexual connection. But that's the other but thing. But it's not even a, to me. It's never. It's not a sexual connection. To me, it's an emotional connection. To me, it's a emotion- like just a connection in general. Like I, I do yeah. feel I've never, I've never cheated and. And I, you know, who knows what happens in the future, but I do believe that that, that that's not in my, in my future, but I have a lot of connections with people. I connect very easily with people. And so those burn out quickly, if that makes sense. So I, like, and that's probably another reason why I wouldn't, um, if I, if I were dating someone long-term and I really liked them and I did have like that fire with someone else, I would probably know in my head, ah, it's probably not going to last it's not worth it's not worth me even pursuing mm. that if that it wouldn't be mm. worth me risking a happy relationship for mm-hmm. but but I think for people who have a lot of or who connect easily with people it's it's harder to commit to a full-time I long-term agree. relationship yeah and I think kind of what you said there's a degree of like you just know you were asking like how is Jeff easier it's like I don't know you just know you just like <gasps> well I tell you why because so so um I'm going to say two things and one of them I'm going to end up jinxing myself so touch wood but like um I read this fucking article and I think it was the best thing I ever read and it was basically it said you have three people you ever love in your life which I don't believe is true so I'm going to say that there's three different types of loves okay three different types Mm -hmm. of loves because I think you can have a couple of them multiple times there's their first love and it's your young and fucking romance the romanticized you're like in your Mm -hmm. teens that mental sort of intoxicating love then there's the second love and that's like where you don't set boundaries it's unhealthy it's toxic it's dramatic and then there's the third love where you you didn't see it it's just so fucking easy you didn't even realize that that could be a relationship that it's just it just Mm. feels it's not what you ever predicted love could be and it's just very easy and very relaxing 
Um, but I I don't know if that's more just it comes with age. Maybe if you just like when you you're in your late like I do find everything anyone I've dated par the past the guy I'm dating now and the last guy everyone it was kind of a mess it was kind of toxic or whatever and the last two guys it was the last guy felt very easy but um I just for me the sex wasn't up to my standard (laughs) sounds really bad Mm -hmm. but like we just weren't compatible in that there was no sexual that's a huge part yeah not a good enough sexual chemistry and then the guy I'm seeing now it feels very easy like there's you know things where issues have come up but he communicates them and I I make him communicate and I communicate and so far you know so far but you know who knows what could happen like it's still so new but it feels easy so I don't know if that's something just with age though as well yeah I don't know I think I um I mean I think a lot of it comes I think there is I think there are a huge number of things do come with age which is a thing that I think if I was younger and here like hearing somebody say that, I'd be like, fuck out of here. I'm yeah. mature. I'm not, you know, no, I can have whatever you have right now. And now I'm like, nah, it really does just come with time. Um, yeah. I don't know. You want more passion and drama and you want to feel alive. And like, I don't know, maybe just, I'm, maybe for me, I'm at a point where I'm like, I can get that from the TV. I get that from stage. I don't want that in my relationships, but, but I don't know. It was really interesting when I read it. Cause I was like, you know, I'm only seeing this last, the guy now, like, a month and a half or two months but it's just been fucking pretty easy you know he's talked about his issues and stuff like that and I have my own issues but not in an argument not like not it definitely had a heated discussion but nothing dramatic nothing it's pretty yeah easy and same with the last guy I was seeing everything was pretty easy you know you know even the breakup was like yeah okay (laughs) just I don't know it was interesting when I read it because I was like and just what you're saying with Jeff as well but I do think that there's maybe just different so that's it easy life right <laughs> but I do yeah. think people do they need to like watch a soap or something because they try to find or they're not fulfilled in life so they look for this drama and passion like because there's, oh, yeah. there's good passion and then there's that aggressive scary angry passion that a lot of people get out of their relationships but to me it is to me it's the drug it's the like what is the drug that you are chasing and to mm. me I know I know the drug that I'm chasing is that new relationship thing yeah. And I know that the drug that other people are chasing might be the drama. Like I know that yeah. I dated a guy whose pattern was that he would break up and get back together and break up and get back together and break up and get back together yeah. with the same person. And he did that a lot with like multiple people. And that to I, I honestly think actually to him, the drug that he was chasing was also the new relationship emotion. He just kept chasing it with the same person. Yeah. So it's just like, what is the drug that you're chasing? You know, what is that high that you keep going after? And is it the drama? Is it the passion? Is it whatever? you're 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 clean well yeah for, I'll go with, yeah <laughs> you should be getting your little chips <laughs> yeah right yeah two years clean yeah two years clean okay well I won't take up much more of your time I think is there anything else you wanted to say I think that's everything yeah I don't think so were there were there um I saw you post on Instagram were there like uh listener questions um if you were a cheater what would you really expect of when you would get caught Wait, so if you were a cheater, what would you really expect of when you get caught? Yeah, so I, I guess it's just like mixed up English, but like I guess it's when do you expect to get caught? Wait, so are they asking like what do you expect happens in the fight that like in the you get caught or is it like I think it's the or time are they limit. saying like Oh, I see, like how long can you get away mm, with it? Yeah. I mean, it depends on <laughs> it depends on how good you are in hiding. Yeah, right. Um I I think uh I think it depends a lot on like the intensity of 
the of what you're doing the time that I got caught the time that my boyfriend found out was it that was the most intense like affair like full-blown affair affair um still didn't have sex but like but full-blown like yeah, like like really, that that was the most intense extra relationship relationship I've had. Um, and the reason that he found out, the reason that my boyfriend found out was because I got blackout drunk with my boyfriend and his friends, and I texted the guy I was cheating on my boyfriend with, and my boyfriend saw the text, like found the texts, and um. And that is like, I don't know. That I, to me, it's like a classic combination of she got messy. You know, it's like it's it's like a. It's human. I I, it's I human it's, to fuck up, slip up. Of course, of course, of course. But I, but I'm saying like, I think it depends. Like that was a case where it was like here was a person where I really, really was like having it was a second relationship. It was another, and it had taken the place of my current relationship. And so, like, of course, when I was drunk, I wanted to talk to him, and so I was texting him. Whereas, like with other people, if it was like somebody who I was just like making out with here and there, I'm not going to text. That's not the person I'm going to want to text when I'm drunk or whatever, you know. Yeah. So I think it just like I think that's a like it varies. And you didn't want to leave this other guy for your current boyfriend. I mean, Wait, sorry. Switch, switch what I just said there. Am I dyslexic? Want to leave brain? the boyfriend? Yeah. Um, there were the guy. The guy who I was having the affair with was didn't live in the state. He was in the state for like a couple months, but he didn't live. He actually didn't even live in the country. Um, okay. He, he yeah it was. I mean, it just like happened to be uh, truly honestly what it was. It, it like made it. It's funny it made it easier. It made it more like, yeah, of course, we're just going to like have this thing and then it's going to end when you leave the country again. Um, he wound up moving back to the country, back to the, he's fr- he's American. He wound up moving back to the U S I think, I think he had been considering moving back to the U S in uh, for a while. But I do think that like, I think that our affair was had, had like weight on his decision to move back to the U S a few months later, eventually. But, um, but it just, yeah, that, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's tough because it's easy to cheat on someone who, or it's easy, to, it was probably easier to cheat with him with him leaving the country and then it romanticized right. it as well. Like, oh. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so. Because all we're going to get is the honeymoon. Yeah. Look, we got a plane ticket that says you're not going to feel the, the down slump, you know? Well, there you go. So my question was, why do people cheat? <laughs> I think we got most of it. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. it, it was, was a something. multifaceted response. Yeah, no, look, it's, you know, it's it's great for people to hear this side, you know, because I, I guess I, I was interested in getting someone on who cheats on the podcast because we had someone on a year and a half ago who had been cheated on and she spoke about that. And it was a very serious episode um bullish because another like fella i know um he cheats on his girlfriend all the time brings his girlfriend around no i don't know her i'm not that friendly with them i just know that he cheats because everybody knows that he cheats but i wouldn't like i don't know her i've just seen her around with him and one day i was i think i was drunk i was like don't you cheat and he was like yeah and i was like why you that's so weird you're bringing your girlfriend around to meet these people to meet your friends and he was like 
Uh, because I'm able to keep it different. It's just physical to me. It's not emotional. So I don't, I, I don't care. This is what I need. And I was like, oh, well then can she not go? And he was like, no, no, she can't. So it was just like, it's been naked. Yeah, that's fucked up. And yeah, to me, I would love like, to get him on. It's like, but. yeah, to me, it's like to be so like cavalier about it. And maybe I'm cavalier about it, but like to be so cavalier about it, I don't know. I was never that public. But it was mixed in worlds it feels, too. It feels really disrespectful to me. Yeah. As, as somebody who has cheated. When, also, that's funny that I'm like, look, I've been bad and I'm telling you that you're bad. Like, that's a bad sign. That's when you know. Yeah, well, there's a level of narcissism too where you're like yes. bringing your partner around and like, because yes. I guess like he talks about cheating on stage. So all of us knew and we're like, wait, what? Is that real? Are those jokes real? And he's like, yeah. And I think maybe he'd been with people. So it's just like mixing the whole, like there's a level of like confidence there that you're not going to get caught out or, and for her, if I were her, I would, I, I would feel a bit of made of a fool, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well, hopefully... Well, I don't know, whatever happened to them in the pandemic, but hopefully they fixed those. Yeah, but I look sure now COVID's going to s- slow down a lot of cheating or make it much hotter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's It really does feel like it'll split. Like, yeah, e- I mean, it's it's got to be more secret for a lot of reasons now. I know, right? Ooh, even just dating someone is secret. But I'm going to, well, I want, I want you to plug yourself first before I end this. Um, I am at Chloe Badcliffe on all platforms. So my name is Chloe Radcliffe, R-A-D. Uh, and all of my social media is Chloe Badcliffe with a B. And now you're on uh, TikTok. So TikTok yes, is so. I am. <laughs> go yes, follow her. I made her get on. <laughs> uh, and that's it. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Great. Thank okay. you. You're the best. Okay. So go follow Chloe at Chloe Badcliffe, um, as she said. And yeah, just, um, yeah, if you could rate or review, that'd be great. And, um, or, you know, or screenshot or whatever, and I'll reshare that as well. And if you have any suggestions for um, upcoming guests you'd like me to reach out to, I'd love that because I'm always trying to think of people and then I'm like, my head just get wrecked trying to like, I'm just like, oh, who should I think of? So if you have anybody, that'd be so helpful. And any topics, you know, um, and also like next week's episode is already recorded. Um, that's with um Aideen McQueen and uh Lucy Pole and so we actually ended up talking now this is so funny like I had a completely different topic ready to go and we actually ended up talking about cheating again so we actually did a, a very full episode about cheating as well but it's um a bit more like you know just like the the, the chats uh so yeah so that'll be next week and it'll be up early on the Patreon as well so if you want to go sign up for the Patreon that'd be great and um yeah, I don't know. Have a great week and I'll talk to you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm-hmm.